Hi everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk and I am your host Lila Winston. I want to thank you so much for tuning into today's broadcast. I want to encourage you to definitely support if you're able to. There are links in the description. You can also support at Anchor FM. Um, you will find that the podcast is on Google Podcast and now on Apple Podcast. So you can also follow um, the podcast through RSS feed so you'll get the new updates whenever there's a new podcast. So let's go ahead and jump into today's um, Bible study, uh, everyone. Go ahead and grab your Bible. As you guys know, we come together to read and study in the Word of God so that we can grow as believers and also so that we can accomplish the purpose of our lives. So go ahead and grab your Bible and we'll get started, okay? So um, I think this is a really interesting study. Um, We're going to be reading in Galatians. So go ahead and turn to Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to read from verse 1 until verse 6. So it's not really that many um, verses in our anchor text, but it is um, very powerful and I think very pithy. So um, go to Galatians chapter 5 and we're going to read from verse 1 until verse 6. Okay, and I'm going to start. It says, Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty with which Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Behold, I, Paul, say to you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect to you. Whoever of you are justified by the law, you are fallen from grace. For in Jesus Christ, neither circumcision avails anything nor uncircumcision, but faith, which works by love. Now, this is a powerful set of scriptures, and I know you've read these before, and we've all read these before, and they all make sense um, pretty much. But I want to delve into a couple of areas here that I think will strengthen your faith and really help you to understand how um, your position as a believer is really sort of anchored in this idea of faith and how you really have to begin to learn how to use that faith and not be indoctrinated or pulled back into um, the old archaic practices um, that are there because let us be honest mankind loves religion you know if we're going to be honest people say that religion is the opium of the people and that's pretty much true people are going to find a way to be religious and there's a great bible study here on anger um, and on the Love Walk podcast that really talks about that. Um, I'll try and link it in the description so you'll get a chance to read about why people sort of um, hold on to this idea of religion and how they're going to continually do it and that religion will be here until the end of the world because religion is something that's sort of um, it's sort of in the heart of man and it serves an actual purpose um, that is so fundamental that I don't think anyone will ever get rid of it. And when I hear people talking about how they want to get rid of religions, I just roll my eyes because I'm like, you do understand this is a part of who mankind is, how he thinks and how he, he works. So let's go ahead and think about this scripture, these scriptures in Galatians chapter 5. Um, 
I think this is powerful because you know it talks about religion and we never really understand how religion is a form of our own will okay it's not just an acting toward God of course you know it is you know you're acting toward God but even back in these times Paul is talking to the church in Galatia and he's telling them not to go back to the law that's because mankind loves religion it loves laws and rules and you know mysticisms and we had a conversation in our last Bible study about the different mysticisms out there and how people like to mix and match them and you know people love all of this you know some people are so enthralled in the religious part of it that they never do the action part and you know I say this all the time you can't just be all religion when you see people kind of moving without any actions to kind of back that up then you know it just becomes useless and so we have to understand what religion is really meaning. So I want you to separate religion from faith. And that's literally what Galatians is talking about. It's trying to separate you from your absolute human need for religion so that you can grasp a hold to faith. I know this is a very interesting concept, but this really is the bottom line of what Christ came for. The reason he was trying to you know, forge this relationship with us is that you know, we want to do things in our own way. And religion represents that. We want to believe in certain things. We want to do certain things. Religion is there because, you know, we want to have power in some kind of way. We want to wield it. Astrology, um, divination, uh, any other types of things, magic. People are trying to wield power and control, have some sort of special foreknowledge. That's just something that's common across the board with all humanity. So religion is really embedded in our will and the things that we want to do. And the law, it allows us to work toward righteousness. And mankind loves to work toward things in religion. We love to wear certain religious items and, you know, we like to pray and go to certain uh, have certain feasts and days and pageantry. It's just the way humanity is made. And so we have this idea of working toward righteousness. But Christ does something a little bit different, and that is he gives it to you. He just literally hands it to you so that you really haven't had to do anything for it. And this means that we give up the right to earn our way into heaven our right to earn our way through life and we choose and of course how we choose that we're going to go and that's what religion also does religion allows you to kind of earn your way through life with little brownie points and you know figuring out things through magic and you know through your special uh, guides or whatever it is that's what religion does i don't care what religion it is and some people even use christianity that way unfortunately it's just true um but it really is that way and so it means that you know we give up the right to earn our way and choose how we will go when we choose christ or else we would be responsible for the whole law which we are unable to keep. So the Bible is telling us in terms of Christianity, not in terms of other religions or you know, forms of um, beliefs, mysticisms, but in terms of Christianity, you really can't keep the law. There's no one out there who is really able to keep it. And so since 
we want to kind of make our own way, we would be responsible um, to be keeping the entire law. And this is why when we see in verse chapter, um, in verse chapter, in verse three, chapter five, Paul calls us debtors to the law. He's saying you can't pay the price. When you're a debtor, it means you owe something. So we're all debtors to the law. We're not going to be able to pay for it. We're not going to be able to pay that price. The Bible tells us that plainly. So if we attempt to do it on our own, then what is the need for Christ? And that's really what he's saying in this scripture in Galatians chapter 5, 1 through 6. He's saying, you know, if you go back to the law, if you go back to circumcision, if you go back to, you know, trying to do the washings and all of these different things, you're going to have to try to keep the law. And already I've told you, you're incapable of doing that. You're going to be a debtor. It means you're going to you're going to be missing something. You're going to owe something. You're not going to be able to pay the full amount. And there is no perfect human out there. So yes, that's the absolute proof. That's absolute truth. Um, so the Bible is also telling us that we have been made free to faith. So this is something different. When he gave us righteousness, unmerited favor, he gave us righteousness. He freed us to faith. That means now our salvation and our righteousness is in believing, which is faith. So you don't get righteousness now by, um, you know, sacrificing a bull or a heifer or sprinkling, you know, or something like that, or a burnt offering. You get your righteousness by believing, by having faith in the one. So it's important to understand what happened. He kind of flipped things. So no longer is it in our own works and in our own actions, it's now in him. So that's why faith is so important. That's why it says it's impossible to please the Lord without faith. And so we see how we have to pivot now from this religious ideology to one that's based on faith. And so it's really important that you know we understand that we have been made free to faith. So everyone must follow the law and seek righteousness by it. This is a fact on earth, period. Whether you believe it or not, your conscience will tell you that you're following some sort of moral law. And so every single individual must follow the law and seek righteousness by it. But when Christ came through faith, we now accept his righteousness, which is a righteousness that is given through his unmerited favor because we did nothing to earn it. We did nothing to pay the debt of the law to obtain righteousness. But Christ, having paid the price of sin, bestows his righteousness on us through his love and favor. So we're in a new place now. We're in a place now where we're not earning, we're believing. Faith means believing. Faith is trust. You can just swap these words out. They're interchangeable in the Bible. Just go ahead and look up their meanings. So now we're living by faith. And, and that's where I want to bring us today. The heart of this conversation in Galatians chapter 5 is to understand it is not works. It's not your way, but it is Christ's way. So faith works by love. And love of what? Love of God. Okay, love of Christ. And remember what he said, if you love me, you keep my commandments. So faith requires a thorough love of Christ. 
And as your love grows and the application of that love through obedience to God's word, your faith will grow. So here's what I'm saying essentially. The conversation is you're pivoting away from works toward faith, believing that the Lord has given you righteousness, believing in the Lord and what it is that he wants. And when you believe and you have that faith, you act because of love. You're acting in love. It means that because of um, if you love him, you're going to do his commandment. So that means you're going to act. It's not just a, a sort of passive love. Love in the Bible for God according to the way that he said it. If you love me, you act in this way. You obey my commandments. What are his commandments? He's not asking you to be perfect. He's asking you to obey. He's acting, asking you to have a heart to obey. So it's really important for us to understand that there's been a pivot. Now it's faith, and it's faith working through love. Love of who? Love of the actions, love of the world? No, love of God. Because if you love God, you will do his commandments. And if you do his commandments, you will serve mankind. And if you serve mankind, you will have fulfilled the law through that love. So guys, I want to thank you so much tuning in. I hope you'll take the time to read Galatians chapter 5 verse 1 through 6. There's powerful word in there. Have a great day. God bless. Bye.